<laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Neon Popsicle. Hopefully, our special guest today can still hear me. Yes. Hey, awesome. Nice. Beautiful. Uh, we, we were talking last episode about a about our favorite video games growing up, the ones that we loved, the ones that kind of stuck on our heads throughout the years. And uh, yeah, I was just thinking that our special guest that we had last time, Eric with a K, he's in, you know here in the gaming industry itself. You've you've been uh, what I call a, a a solid gamer your entire ah. life. I would consider myself a person that plays video games. Yes. All right. All right. Okay. okay. Is it, does gamers seem like a? Does it still I, have I a stigma? I think it's become sort of a like a dad word. You know? Yeah. All right. Like, I do think it's kind of like that Phil Spencer, like, hey, gamers. It's kind of <laughs> towards them kind of thing. Like, nah, man. So it's kind of, it's I gotten that. that, like, tone of, like, mm, Are you know, winning, son? Sure. Let's take it back, yeah, man. Back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dad. <laughs> no, you... All right. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, you played games your whole life. I've played games my whole life. But um, as long as I've known you, you've always been, like, uh better uh in some ways at well when you do something since you're two two he said now, two now is this playing games since you're two like kids cook when they're two is this like holding like the mom's holding the bread and the knife like is were you really playing it too you think my parents played video games <laughs> no dude they bought me a console to shut my ass up <laughs> all right fair enough what was one of the first games you remember playing yeah the oldest. I don't know what the first game I remember playing, and it actually just came back to light recently with the Disney Afternoon Collection. Uh-oh. I think it was on like PS4 or something. It was a Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers game on the NES. What? Oh. They made a remake? <laughs> no, it wasn't a remake. It was a re-release. Oh, okay. they, like it was, it was like Darkwing Duck. I see. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, and then like, it. I don't think it was Aladdin and Lion King. Dude, but, those uh, are the best fucking yeah, games. Like, those, I like, love those. That was memories of gaming is uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers on the original Nintendo. Need to play. Need to play. I have not played that. It sounds like a like a classic. Sounds um, like an absolute Darkwing banger. Darkwing yeah, Duck. Those were uh, pretty much impossible as far as I remember, but I was probably just an idiot kid. A lot of the old Dude, games, yeah. I think, were that way. Were I, impossible. I think Zelda... I'm, I mean, anyone listening fucking feel free to tell me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure the one thing that really changed was like nintendo bringing in safe safe slots because before mm. it was just arcades yes. and everything mm. was just high score if you don't get there just start again if you didn't have enough lives like and it was so hard to maintain your lives in those games hmm. you weren't gonna win it was a 16-bit gaming which was sega and super nintendo that just brought in uh, save slots, and that just revolutionized everything. Super Nintendo got the saving in, huh? I think it was Super Nintendo. I don't even think Genesis let you save ever. No, huh? I don't know if they did either. Wow, well, no. I think Genesis had, uh... Okay, so you can save on, like, Sonic 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, you can save, start where, start at the level you last played, but you, it's not an exact load. Oh, okay. Um, Speaking so... of Sonic 3, were you one of the cool people that had that additional cartridge? Oh, come on. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. The other one? Yeah, and you can play as Knuckles in the other games. Sonic and Knuckles. Yep. (laughs) We were talking about that and how I think Sonic 3 was probably (laughs) one of the best selling 
of that franchise. Because it had, it felt it was the best. It one. felt the most lively. It felt the biggest. It had the adapter. They're making knuckles in a movie now. Today, um, I feel like for the longest time, Sonic was given so much flack. Uh, he's kind of seen as like a cheesy kids only character, you know. And he's not now. Yeah, I feel no. <laughs> they're trying to make it. I feel like he's more. It's more acceptable to like Sonic. There's so much Sonic merch that I'm seeing. Just in stores, mm. casual stores. They're I trying mean, to make Sonic that's the popular. Sonic brand. Yeah, the <coughs> Sonic brand doesn't die. It's kind of like the cockroaches that live under your fridge. Yeah. Uh. Uh, and uh, Sonic keeps bringing in money, and no one knows why. And I think it's based purely on nostalgia for these three games that came out on Sega Genesis. Because yeah. everything after that has been pretty Will much Sonic garbage. ever come out with another good game? No. Like, Sonic Adventure, you could maybe argue as a millennial, because we were yeah. young when we played it. <laughs> right. But really, there's, like, nothing else there. And it's no. it's hilarious to know that Sonic 2, the new movie, just outsold the new uh, Harry Potter film. Whoa. Oh, yeah, JK's... Which, memes are power, bro. Which, which is a wonderful thing, in my opinion. I think that's beautiful. Gamers rise. Yeah, gamers rise, for sure. I think it is. It's the meme, the meme factor it's of the Sonic. The power of meme culture, bro. Yeah. Sonic, Sonic will never die, and I will uh, ironically love Sonic until the day I die. <laughs> Sonic has a special place in my heart, man. It really was one of the first games, if not the first yeah, video game I, I ever was. played. Was I Sonic was. the Hedgehog. I had a Genesis at my dad's house. I was always a Nintendo kid. At his house, I had a Sega, and I played Sonic Two. Sonic Two's lit. Sonic Two is super yeah. lit. Sonic Two was really good. Like, do you want to know my honest opinion? It's, um... Sega made Sonic the Hedgehog to show off how quickly they could render environments in oh. a 2D space. Because he ran so fast. Right. And then everyone Damn. loved it. And then when Sonic's the fucking greatest, love it. And they went, holy shit, we got a franchise on our hands. Yeah. And then they just made it from there. Like, holy shit, that thing loads quick. My computer takes forever. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's I never. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really cool. The third one's super cool, though. But we talked about also Vector Man, bro. Did you play Vector Man at all? Hell yeah, I played Vector Man. Some of the best, some of the best Genesis, bro. You could you could break the title screen, the Sega yeah. screen. <laughs> yeah. You could shoot the... the ceiling and you could Whoa. turn off the logo. Yeah, there was, a, there was a cheat about that, too. You shoot the logo, you do this, then you have to jump and hit it like 13 times with your head or something. Yeah. And then you start at like the seventh level or something. Why haven't games done that? Like, I don't know, yeah. They don't fuck with that. Every game should have a an interactive loading screen, I believe. You know, yes. everyone loves an interactive loading screen. I just want to look at the black screen, you know. Um, yeah, those things kind of died, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Why? Wow. like Symphony of the Night. I, I played, why did they stop that? Now you're now now that you're in the end, how? Why would that die? Like, you, I, I don't know. I I really don't. Um, it could be just technical limitations. It's not worth the it. Fact that they're loading so much, you know, all these amazing things nowadays. Like, I, I have no idea the actual technical limitations. I should probably ask somebody. Why don't we do interactive Dang. loading screens anymore, guys? Maybe it takes together. so much technology, like so much power to load what it's loading. It's pretty hard to make an interactive loading screen while it's loading all that fastly, for, like quickly for you. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, they went before video games were even taken seriously. Like I said, the last one I remember yeah. is, like, PS1 era. Yeah. Since uh, since you were able to control what happens on screen, that's when uh, 
I think people should have been taking video games more seriously because then they wanted to eventually live in those games. That's where it's getting, man. I mean, have you played a lot of VR at all? VR doesn't agree with me very much. Yeah. Oh, no. You get sick? Um, sometimes. Only if there's, like, locomotion involved. If it's one of those things that's like, do you play Job Simulator? I have one time, and I didn't have enough space or around like... me. I kept hitting the window. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or, like, uh, Keep Talking, Nobody Explodes, which is a fucking fantastic game. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> um, He's a bomb. Uh, there's, there are these games that's just kind of, like, one-one space that you can just kind of move around in, walk around in, and you don't need to, like, move mm-hmm. anywhere. It can just track your walking. But once you, like, put me in a vehicle or you give me the ability to fly or something like that, my brain just goes, nope. <laughs> and, my yeah. knees, and my knees just go. That's weird. That's really weird. I had the feeling of falling today. I was playing this like gorilla tag or something it's called <laughs> gorilla tag. And you're supposed to flip your arms around and hit yourself. It's a really shitty game, <laughs> but it's really What's popular with the kids quest. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it, kids loved it. I was talking shit to a kid. That's basically the most fun I had with the game. Um, oh, your son? Not my son, but another boy. <laughs> another He's too young. Son. He's yeah, another kid, another Fucking person's son. Scrub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was cool. Like, what's your as somebody who works on games or who has worked on games? What's your perspective on the trajectory of like VR on say culture? Do you think it's a good thing? Do you think it's bad? Do you think it's... No, it's it's fine. It's just like the evolution of uh, Atari to Genesis, from Genesis to this. I think it's fine. You think um, it's the same? There's nothing nothing societal? It's just it's just one of those things. Societal? Yeah. It's a, yeah. What do you mean? Like, you don't think it'll impact society down to the core of how we learn and how, say, like, they're going to, like, they, quote-unquote, are going to keep you, like, just it's not doing anything yet. not yet but once you know chipped. once we're chipped that's when it happens the trajectory of it i mean we got the vaccines we're chipped already <laughs> uh, oh fuck schmack uh, scenes no, um vr <laughs> it, it's still in just like a stupid fun stage in my opinion yeah um we're not getting to like cyberpunk like fucking jackie and and like going into these amazing virtual spaces like it's just fun do you think it's, it'll it's get that way commercially it's not there yet like it's definitely not affordable on a universal market it's um a lot of technology just isn't there yet and i mm. think there's at least another decade before it gets like really anything that could impact something do you like that though do you like that idea of vr of VR being like, like in the culture like we're talking about? Yeah. No, I, I, I'd rather not. I think it's something that's uh, almost unpreventable. Inevitable is the word. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's too and convenient. it's like, God damn it. How do we... You can't stop it though, right? You I can't... mean, there's, there's one industry that of course is going to make it worth it to get VR. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Fucking not uh, gaming. Microsoft, yeah. Porn. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. <coughs> oh, shit. Virtual relationships, robot relationships. Yeah, that's that's what will destroy us all. Oh, 
Now imagine having an augmented reality relationship with a dummy doll that doesn't have a face on the outside until you put your VR goggles on or whatever yeah. on. And then when you look at it, it looks like it's active to you. It just lays there, though? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's kind of where it's going. Yeah, it lays there. Right? It's, you know, it's a kink, right? <laughs> well, who else is getting these goddamn dolls? <laughs> nah, but it, that would be weird, yeah. right? Yeah, that's how it's going to go. That's, that's how it is going now. You can't do any wrong in an augmented relationship. Yeah. I feel like the machines are going to end up using us. I do. I do kind of feel yes. dystopian, Eric. Well, okay? it's, it's, the mach- it's not the machines that are going to end up using us. It's the billionaires that make the machines that are going to end up using us. You don't think it's the machines using the billionaires using us? Oh, uh, no. No. No, because... I don't think so at all. <sighs> okay, all right. I got to chill. <laughs> the machine is <laughs> the, it's the can, quantum we computer. We can go off the fucking rails and, like, I don't know, just... Let me grab my pipe or something. <laughs> get into some weird shit. But like, if I'm looking at it objectively, no. Yeah, from a bird's eye. I don't think machines are going to take us over. There's no Skynet. Right. There's no weird shit going on. Yeah, because all just money. I play. It's funny because I play on both sides of the fence here. Like, there's one part of me is like, yeah, man, they're going to take us over if we don't stop this. We got to be AI, aware. Man. AI. We're all going to be plugged in. We're all going to be connected. The chip. Don't do it. Stay human. And then I got another voice in me that says, well, bro, we program the computers. It can't be smarter than us. Like, we're dumb as fuck. We're programming them to just do things that we can't do faster yeah. than we can. Like, it's it's, it's not like... like they, they will be smarter than us. It's just... But we go it's still within our limits. Name. I always forget his name, the guy that invented the laws of... Uh of robotics. But, like, if we Kurzweil? keep those in place, we'll be, we'll be fine. Is it Kurz, Kurzweil? Yeah, yeah uh, look what, it up. What, look uh, it up. I look robot, it up. yeah. Look, look it up, yeah. Isn't that Will Smith? <laughs> yeah, I was like... <laughs> yeah, I robot. Uh, Isaac Asimov. Probably saying that wrong, but whatever. But yeah, is, I think if we abide by that, and like we'll be fine. Like AI is the thing, of course, to to worry about. But I mean, if AI becomes a real thing, then they'll just be people capable of tons of mistakes and a conscience. You know. You think AI comes with conscience? I mean, that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. If it actually achieves sentience, then it's just going to be like a person capable of making mistakes it's gonna... and overthinking and emotions. It would be fake sentience. Key, key word, though, it's gonna be like a human. Right. It's going to be capable of fallacy. Hmm. It won't be equal as us, I mean, though. Yeah. Like if you it... make a perfect Steven. being, it's not... Artif- I mean, <laughs> it's, I guess that. it is artificial intelligence still, but then it's like then that's just another robot. If we actually achieve what we're trying to do and what people are trying to make it, like the universities and everything, Boston Dynamics, and we actually achieve yeah. artificial intelligence and they make sentient life, then they're, they're just going to be capable of mistakes like us. Yeah. They'll just, be, they'll just be quicker at adapting to things. But yeah, I mean, that's just, that's the singularity and the thing we all fear. Couldn't you program it to have the sentience without... <laughs> the capability of mistakes. Can't you like program the mistakefulness out of it? Mistakes are inevitable. Like, so, some like quantum I, computer. I'm also talking about putting that intelligence into like a dummy body, right? Like another like mm. person body. If we put it into a network, then yes. we're fucked. Right. Mm, yeah, because that could it takes over everything else, dude. Which they have networks everything underground. Else. Amazon has networks in the sidewalk. I hear. Alexa, stop. I think it's called like the sidewalk network or something. Oh shit, I use the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're walking on the network on me, chill. 
All right. Well. Anyway, um, video games. Vector Man is a great one. Way really ahead good. of its uh, way ahead of its time. Yeah, um, great game. <laughs> we talked about that. I'm glad you played it too, though. I'm glad it made its way into your list. Uh, what are some of your favorite games, though, starting from that generation? Um, giving you a few of ours to kind of you know get you on the right path. What's from the 16-bit era? Yeah, 16-bit. And Dude, why? And why? There is no platformer better than Aladdin on the Super Nintendo. And I'm sure anyone listening, I just pissed off because they probably love the Sega Genesis version. Mm. <laughs> I think the Super Nintendo version is far superior. And I fucking love that game. The music, the, yeah. the, the actual, like, uh, mechanics and everything, and actually how you, like feel playing the game and like the actual game feel of it oh it's so good all right what what makes the super nintendo one better than the, the yeah. other one yeah what the hell because the super nintendo one is all about jumping platforming that sort of thing and the genesis had all that but they gave him a sword oh, okay oh. so now you entered like all this different combat and stuff like that i didn't like it as much yes the animation is better but the one on genesis uh, was it made by Capcom? Because I know the Super Nintendo one was made by Capcom. Wow. Only had apples, huh? Yes. Oh, what? Through the apples. Still had the apples. And this was developer Virgin Interactive. That's Virgin right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did both. They yeah. did that on Genesis too, Virgin. Because I remember seeing it. No, no. It. That's the one on Genesis. The one on, uh, oh, okay, on uh, okay, Super okay. Nintendo is Capcom. Got it. Okay, great. Okay, cool. Because I remember seeing Virgin all the time, and I had the Genesis. Yeah, Capcom made some pretty dope platformers on the Super Nintendo that were uh, licensed, I think. Oh, Disney yeah, okay, them. so Virgin did do the one on Super Nintendo 2, just with Capcom. Capcom didn't work on the Sega oh. one. Got it. They always had that one company that made, like, the Toy Story game. It was, like, t- tell t- Tall Tales or something. And anyway, it yeah. was something the lady with the apron that. around her back, and she was, like, a... What was it? The The Toy Story... Beginning Telltale's whatever it was intro. Aladdin was fucking dope though. I love that game as well. Lion King Traveler's was. Traveler's Tales. Tra- there it is. Ah. Oh, Traveler's Tales. They they're Lego. They make all the Lego games. Oh, still, huh? Damn. They're still Aladdin. Yeah. Skywalker Saga. Which is fucking to this great, day, by the way. I've never I loved the, played them. The Lego Star Wars games. Is your kid? How old is your kid now? Two and a half, almost three. He'll be three in August. Are you pl- are, like when? When are you planning to actually like sit and chill and play video games with him? I don't know what kind of games to play with him really right now. Lego games. Okay. Nice. Okay. Yeah. They, <laughs> great. They are such great, stupid fun. I'd recommend them to everyone of all ages. They are okay. all age appropriate, and you just run around breaking shit in your favorite worlds like Star Wars and Marvel and Pirates of the Caribbean and all that bullshit. They're so good. I give him a lot of like, yeah. The Star Wars one's the best. I've heard great <laughs> things about the Star Wars one. They keep making them. Oh, they, yeah. they just dropped a yeah. new one, didn't they? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, the Skywalker saga. It's That's really what good. you guys are talking. Okay, see, I'm I'm into dad now. I'm, it takes me a little bit to catch up. No, I I fully recommend it, dude. Like Lego Marvel superheroes, if he's into like Marvel stuff, like whatever he's into, they probably have a Lego game for it, and he'll fucking love it. I kind of blame myself. I I keep him kind of like. I don't know why. It's not in a bad way, not like in a weird sheltered way or anything, but I just, I'm so obsessed with him knowing things. So like he watches phonics and and, and sight words and he'll watch like <laughs> math. He'll watch Blippi and stuff too. He's not like a, uh, you know, he's not a nut. Like he'll watch other like kid stuff too, like monkeys jumping on the bed. But like I try to read with, I don't really, 
he's I don't know what he's into, man. I really he's into books. He's not really into stuff like kids like that, like superheroes or cars or anything. I mean, that's fine. You uh, can sit down with a with a game, and he like loves it, and you can play it with him. Which is that's the best thing about Lego games as well, is you can both play at the same time. That's a good point. And uh, it's it's really really good. It's a good experience. Right. If you like Star Wars too, I feel like you can also just share that kind of you liking things bond. I do like Star Wars, and I've always wanted to play games with my parents when I was growing up. My dad never played games, but maybe a few times. Oh, that's true. And when he did, it was like, oh, dad's playing games dad with me. Dad played a video game? It was yeah, the coolest when dad really played. special, man. Yeah. I remember my dad, uh, as little as I ever even fucking saw him, Yeah. Uh, some of the best memories I have is him trying to hook up um, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter on the PC with the joysticks. Yes, I played yeah. that too. My dad set that and, up. Uh, yeah, wow. I remember the most gear. Most of the time, he didn't get anywhere, and he just gave up, and we didn't play it. But he at least he at least wanted to, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, man, super cool. Gaming was introduced by my father. It's a it's a father's rite of passage to his son to introduce him into the gaming world. And you know yeah, what? Man. I think I'm ready. I think we're ready, Eric. We accepted it. Yeah, I think I, we're ready. I, I would recommend the shit out of some Lego games, and and I hope he enjoys it, and you guys have a great time. Fuck yes. I'll call you. I'll send you a story when it happens. True Jedi. I would love that. It would make me so happy. <laughs> oh yeah, I wanted. To, we were talking a little bit earlier about it, but uh, we left off on the last episode talking about one of my favorite games of all time was uh, Bioshock. I got that on Bioshock. The... Yeah, I remember uh, Stephen recommended it to me. I don't remember where did you hear Friday Friday? I think I, Eric put me onto it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, see, we I all feel like I was Shark. at. I feel like I was at your house, bro, and you rented it or something. Or well, it um, it came out when we were in high school and hanging out. It came yeah. out, I think, 2007, eight, and I remember having a seasonal job at GameStop around that time, and I remember seeing it and I went, "Well, this like scuba dude on the cover looks fucking dope," and I hear you get like powers in this game and that twist spoiler alert if you haven't played one yeah. of the most narrative narratively compelling games of the 360 generation uh that twist blew my mind as a teenager yeah i had to play it again right after and once you play it again you notice everything everything makes sense it all ties together yeah and 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 i love what they did, and, and a lot, I mean, I can't really think any of the other examples off the top of my head. Of course, there's been plenty of creative, you know, narrative devices in games since, but, like, yeah. that, like, kiting a player through objectives in video games, it was something you just didn't even think about, right? And then Bioshock took that and made it a narrative device, like, holy shit, I've been doing bad things because someone has told me to. It, it, it was mind-blowing. Yeah, <laughs> it dude. was revolutionary at the time. It's ahead of its time, dude. Games didn't care to make a story that much. Game, like That was, like I feel like, one of the first games I, I played that was, like, super... Like, the world... The world itself was very created because of all, like, the audio diaries and stuff you can pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super easy to consume those two. Pick it up, just play it. The world itself told a story, for sure. Like... <clears throat> I know what you mean. <clears throat> when it comes to like exploring the world and finding, I don't know, collectibles and voice recordings and just little lures, 
things in the nooks and crannies yeah. in that game that they really took time to make part of the game. Like, they built the world with the world, not just the storyline yeah. of the game. The nooks and crannies in the games aren't weren't just like any other game where this little corner is just a, a copied well, sure. a copied texture just just blank background if you if you actually cut away in bioshock you'll like find things on the ground that are remnants of this guy over here who died from uh this person from like fontaine if you pick up this audio diary it'll tell you about it everything was very strange and um i think that's what gave it so much charm is that it was just a departure from so many games that we've seen before, I think the yeah. only thing that would come close on PC would be like Deus Ex or something like that. And it, it's, I've never played that game. Um, and, and I actually just looked it up because I was like, when did this game come out exactly? And, and man, I'm, uh, I'm not surprised it did so well because it came out before the first Uncharted by like three months. And I think it wouldn't have had as much of an effect otherwise because everything after the first uncharted wanted to be uncharted interesting <laughs> okay okay i see what you mean the like, formula itself after? wouldn't have been as relevant because because everything uncharted did was just oh my god video games can be like a movie yep. and then everything wanted to be that yeah and i like that i like cinematic games like that bro me too I love I, it. I have no problem with that. I, I love narratively driven linear games. But you're right because before that, like Bioshock and all of its its cousins were basically before that just modern warfare. Um, yeah, Battlefield. If you were a shooter, you just shot stuff. Zombie. Yeah, just basic shooter. There really wasn't anything. And dude, it's such a simple thing of adding powers to the other hand. The closest thing to it was um, having dual wielding weapons. In that fucking one crazy ass game, uh, uh, it's on the piece, uh, Unreal Tournament. Oh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's like that kind of gave me the same vibe. Like, okay, I have two weapons I can do things with. Uh, that's the, everything was just shooter, just shooting, just shooting. Just that that power. I remember you specifically having the firepower and snapping at the puddle, catching it on fire. Guy catches fire, my mind gets blown. It's oh, so yeah, cool how you can. Like that. That so good. You mess with the environment that way. Yeah, the environment was important. It told a story itself, the world. I'm glad I came out yeah, when and, it did. And I'm, I'm sure if people are listening that played mainly on PC back in these years, I'm sure they're like, there was fucking plenty of games that did that before. Like I, I've really grown up with consoles. That's that's the thing. Well, I mean, change my mind, PC. Just show me, tell me, yeah, because not not we're. We're talking about everybody games, all right? Not just PC. This is the Neon Popsicle Hall yeah. of Gaming. So this is the games that we play, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys don't agree. Uh, if you're not on the Pop Squad, then... No, but let's be frank, though. PC gamers aren't the same, bro. We ain't the same. We're, we're It's a different kind of gamer. Sorry. I mean, if you go all the way back to when you were a kid, and if you were lucky enough to be growing up in the 90s and early 2000s and have a PC for gaming... Then yeah, you were probably cut from a different cloth. I mean, you can. I mean, you can sit with us. <laughs> I played paint. You can. You uh, can sit with us, but you, oh yeah, there's no gatekeeping. You know, but it's, but it's, it's just it's, you. You were. You yeah. had access to 
an unbelievable amount of different games. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, I played yeah. PC games like Counter-Strike. What? Counter-Strike I is definitely one of my favorite games. For Counter-Strike. I was never invited to them, but I remember Aww. what they were. Eric. Oh, I didn't care. Oh, okay. No, all right. <laughs> I, was too busy, I was too busy playing fucking uh, uh, Metal Gear and uh, Kingdom Hearts and shit to, to care about uh, land parties of first-person shooters. I wanted to play RPGs. I love RPG. I'm glad you brought up Metal Gear Solid, though, before we jump, uh, because you were saying... You showed me that. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I put him on a Metal Gear Solid because I played that when I was younger. And, man, the level you took it to, though, man, really elevated the whole the whole game for me. And I'm, I'm the downloadable encyclopedias, the, the relationships between characters, I loved it. But that's, uh, I wanted to say when you brought up, not a lot of games cared so much about telling a story that way. Ah, uh. It wasn't really true. I think games, they did a really good job of telling a story. Like Metal Gear Solid, that is a big That's game. Huge. That is a big a story. Like, oh, yeah, even the very first point. one, the very first one is like, you you play from beginning to end, Yeah, that is a big story to digest. <clears throat> and it's it's good. It is a That's good, a good story. Yeah. And then you get to number four and it just gets deeper. And you go as deep as Eric here. To understand all the relationships and how this got here and the Sons of Pain. You learn about all this stuff before the, even the fourth game comes out. Like, and it's so cool, man. That, that world is so big. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I mean, I mean, Kojima, anything Kojima makes, I'll just eat up. What else I'm does he have? Boy. Yeah, what else is Kojima? Death Stranding. Death Stranding. He, People love it. I've he heard about it. Never did, played it. Um, you didn't play Death Stranding? No, I, I'm a, I've been a, I've been slacking on my my oh, gamerness recently. I'm sure everyone's mad at me saying it's a garbage game, but uh, <laughs> God, I love that game. Death Stranding, never. Uh... Oh, so okay, okay. I remember seeing the trailers and stuff. Norman Reedus. It's Nor- yeah, Norman Reedus with his baby. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's his fetus. Did they have really a new good. one? Is that it was really new... good? I feel like they had a new one, or was he just in another game? <laughs> they released a director's cut. Okay. On uh, PS5. I've been playing, um, just because I'm looking at the visuals of it with the robot half, like, kind of futuristic past vibe. Uh, Horizon. I'm playing Horizon. Oh, Sorry, I'm not talking to the mic. I'm playing Horizon. You're playing it now, I huh? saw you playing that, and I was like, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, because you mentioned it, right? You had to get it. I, I wanted to play it because of that recommendation, so I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do it. So I did, and it's it's pretty fucking good. It's different. It's different. But it's good. That world, that engine, that world, it's just so beautiful. It is gorgeous. It is a gorgeous game. The gorgeous. graphics on that sucker. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Uh, gameplay could be a little better, I guess. But it's it's a great game. I like what they're doing in it, I suppose. Combat is, is, is great. Yeah. I the... love what they did with the, with the robotic uh, dinosaurs and everything. If, it's just it's it's pretty cool sci-fi. It is cool. It is cool, and I get it's, it is sci-fi, isn't it? It can it gives you like a fantasy. I guess that's what the no fi is fiction, but it has a good fantasy vibe to it. And I don't really fuck with a lot of fantasy stuff like dragons and things, but this gives you like a a. a they did the tribal fantasy. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's like cool. Tribal future fantasy. Yeah, it's. It's old future. Feels like a Final Fantasy, <laughs> like the Final Fantasy with thirteen. I think the the fallen, like the ones below, the people of the earth. Oh, uh, uh, the Lassie, not the Lassie, the Falsy. Oh, yeah, that's the one. 
You played that one, Eric? I, I don't remember 13 that well. It's a, I just remember uh, Lassies were, like, branded, and they were, like, magic users. They were yeah. given a mission. And then, like, the Falsi were the giant, like, entities. That I think the Falsi were the, yeah. Something. Like, I don't remember 13 that well. Yeah, it's kind of hard to follow. I don't really There's, even remember it either. <laughs> yeah. I just remember there was two people, like, robot god magic bears, like you're talking about. And then there's people just, like of the yeah. earth. And they're very uh-huh. like they have like they wear wolf Tribal. wolf fur around their hips and stuff, and they use bows. Some kind of zealots or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks like that. They feel uh, like that. Yeah, I just Horizon. remember Hope and how much I hated his mopey ass. God, he's a bitch, he's a bro. Baby. Hope's baby a bitch. bitch. No and hope. Then, I got uh, no hope. I remember Snow being um, one of Troy Baker's first roles. Oh, nice. I think... Uh, Who's Troy Baker? He does like a bunch of different voices. He's uh, Joel from The Last of Us. He's Booker in, in Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock Infinite was cool. Yeah, I don't feel like it's as good as Bioshock, though. Sorry to interject. It's all good. Not, not as good as Bioshock. Bioshock 1... Bioshock 3, I feel like, tried to be as cool as Bioshock 1. But it wasn't as creepy. It wasn't as Oh, spooky. Infinite was uh, not as good. No. I agree. Uh, the... The spookiness, I feel like the the scariness, the yeah, thrillingness. It was, a, it, it was a bit too bright. Yeah. Uh, very religious, and there was this like weird civil war thing going on. I liked the maniacs of the of the first. <laughs> this time. weird civil war thing going on. It's true. <laughs> and there's yeah. a weird civil war thing going on that you're forced to you're forced to accept. There's people acting like they're fucking crazy, but they're not. Bioshock One actually had insane people attacking you. It was the creep. Why didn't okay. They didn't understand what was working about the first game. It was the creepiness, the world. Yeah. They did a, okay. They, I'll take. You know, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be that vain. They did a good job creating the world. In Infinite. It was still very big. It was cool in the clouds. The concept is cool. It plays yeah, with the your world mind. Was good. The story was just shit. The story was <laughs> shitty. It was I shitty. thought the story well, was shitty. It, here, here's my opinion, and this is going for all games that ended up doing this. My honest opinion is the fact that they gave the main character a voice. Okay. They gave the main character a voice, a story, and so mm. when you're playing as Jack in the first Bioshock, yeah. that's pretty much you. Yeah. And they relayed the narrative around you and your choices, and you got the twist and all that stuff. Like, uh, uh, Fontaine uh, was posing as Atlas and kiting you through the story not some dude named booker or jack in his voice and stuff they were guiding you yeah and uh and i think because they gave booker such a voice such a backstory that the players started feeling detached from it this is my own personal uh, i, I yeah. love this i love that makes uh, sense and the same thing happened with games like dead space isaac did not talk during the first dead space then they gave a backstory for dead space 2 and i think it fell a little bit short because of that Hmm. It just kind of happens to some games. Everyone wants to be that character. But it's interesting how you say, like, we were talking about Uncharted, and that one has a character, has a backstory, has a character, has a but person. But they made it like a movie. Right. Like, there, there are you actual go. breaks, uh-huh. cinematic breaks. You're that you watching sit, it. Put the mm-hmm. controller down and watch. Mm-hmm. You're almost controlling the movie. It's like yeah. you're watch, you're playing a movie. You're not. Well, really... think think about it. Think about Uncharted's formula, right? Where it's like brilliantly directed cinematics, uh, wonderful dramatic tension between it's the music moments. and everything. But, but what do you? But what do you do between the narrative beats? 
you climb and you shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Like, that's really all it is. Yeah. I'm not saying the game is shitty because of that, but like, because right. they gave this character a voice in a background and all these narrative components, like you're, you're just murdering masses amount of mass, like a ton of people. And then you go to this like story beat and it's like, Oh, Drake's a great guy. He's so cool. <laughs> cool yeah, blood. bro. Getting headshots. It ain't cold blood. They provoke you. <laughs> half the time, those motherfuckers. Drake just yeah, out here but, trying but to find he, the chalice and shit. He's so good at shooting. In reality, you're just, you're murdering hundreds of people. Yeah, but you know, it's like kill or be killed, you know? And No, I, I get it. But, yeah, <laughs> they make him like a... you have a narrative game like that, you yeah. kind of put combat or something in between them. When you yeah. have a game like yeah. the first Bioshock, like that's you exploring I love that. that world. That's a really good yeah, point. That makes sense. That's a really good point. On top of everything else, the world, like you said, wasn't as scary. The powers didn't... Because the first game was so new, the powers wowed me. Just by default. Yeah. You know, it was wow, exciting. Never before. Never but seen now that before. you're just going to, what, put in kind of like a, a recycled version of what we think we loved from the first game. Give me powers that really aren't that cool. Like the second... They weren't that just copy visually powers. A lot cool. of them were just copies. They should have been better visually. They should have looked fucking better. It should have... I mean, you yeah, know? They, they did look really good. I see what you're saying. Yeah. They did look good, but I, I just think the um, the narrative they went for didn't yeah. jive well with... Uh, or vibe well with uh, the gameplay, which was powers and guns. Yeah, yeah, right. That's true. It's a little too much. Huh. It's almost like, yeah, with the whole religious thing. It's yeah. more like a culty religious thing. You could have just made that a walking though. simulator like an indie game, and yeah. it would have been fine. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good it's insight. It's still a great game. Yeah, it's a good insight. Now, yeah, I recommend anybody still play it, because it is a solid game. and it. I, I don't know how, I guess, I really don't know how it belongs in the series, though. It could have just been a game of its own, honestly. You could have yeah. called it something else. You didn't because have to call it the, Bioshock. Um, Elizabeth and her, like, realm-tearing stuff, like, she, like... I mean, spoiler alert, you do end up going back to Rapture. Yeah, I remember, like, for a little, little bit. Yeah. And, and like, so everything's kind of, like, interconnected, and then they go off on a whole, like, but like do, what is, like, like, existentialism and stuff, and it just gets insane. Do you think they just throw uh, Rapture I mean, in there, though, just to, just, just to keep it relevant to the first game? Just to go, oh, there it is, there's Rapture, oh! I'm sure it was fan service. Because <clears throat> yeah. the game itself really had nothing to do with the first one. There's like at a all. few similarities. Like Elizabeth kind of looks like a little sister. Uh, the, the bird that protects her kind of looks like but a big daddy. But they're doing that just because of the first game. Like it really isn't another Bioshock. You know, it doesn't follow. The gameplay was exactly the same. The gameplay, I guess, the formula. This is the formula of Bioshock. Okay, fair but... enough. Fair enough. It was not a, that makes sense. The story was not the same at all. I it's the it. formula of Bioshock. And that's why they called it that. Because it is the same exact formula. Very, that's a yeah, good point. And there's plenty of series that do that. Like, There's plenty of people who love the new Assassin's Creed games. Or Assassin's Creed! Yeah. yeah. And, like, and they're great games, but are they Assassin's Creed? Not really. No. Oh, no. Not what they were. <laughs> I was just thinking about that as you were saying, what are you doing in between cutscenes of uh, Uncharted? It's... It, uh, uh, fucking Assassin's Creed 
is basically now it's like a series of conversations that if you're not if you're you go you do a thing and then you just have another conversation with somebody and then you go have a conversation with this person <laughs> so you go the quest is to go over here and talk to this person to go get an item and go back to them and talk to them again but when you simplify it like that it sounds shitty but the story's really good i i like and, and, i like yeah. it and and you kind of did that in all of the other assassins creeds you kind of just mm. ran to other people and and talk to them mm-hmm. but like the newer ones they added all these rpg elements and then like they kind of ditched the whole connection to the present world like it's still there but it's like yeah. why are these people relevant how so um like uh when you say... i remember there's two women that are um using the animus to like keep uh-huh. you in touch with these these ancestral memories and stuff for like origins and odyssey and valhalla and and every time you kind of go back to them i'm like no no put me back in the viking thing or like it's like just send me back to ancient greece i don't care about these people oh like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. In classic okay. assassin's creed the whole thing with desmond was like leading up yeah, to the 2012 cool. calendar and then 2012 happened and nothing happened yeah <laughs> and it was like, where are we going to go with this now? Right. So it just kind of became an afterthought. And then like the hidden blades and the actual creed and like everything. They, they just kind of made like, here's an ancient playground. Yeah. Which and, they... and I was like, that's not Assassin's Creed anymore. You could call this a different series, but they're still going to call it Assassin's Creed because that's how uh... you sell copies. Yeah. They made such an amazing parkour system for yeah. like the PS4 Assassin's Creed games. And then yeah, they went, the nope, we're going to scrap it. I like the way you can climb on this one, though. Like, I guess momentum isn't much of a thing, but you can climb literally anything. Which is great, but, like, you know, sorry, Ubisoft, but Breath, Breath of the Wild sure did it better. Damn, okay. Uh-oh. They had, like, different <laughs> demands, though, of the game. The game doesn't look the same. It's, like, not even... Can you expect the same thing out of a game? What? Can you expect the same thing out of a game, like, when... Isn't that the new Zelda game? Yeah. It like yes. doesn't it look different, or does it look more realistic? Is oh, that cartoony. the one? That no, looks more... It's a lot more like cell shaded. I don't know if cell shaded is the right word, but definitely more stylistic. How did they do it better? Does it just look better? No, I'm just I'm just talking about climbing anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, does no, it really feel like, better or what? Like I think it's more fun because they added like a stamina thing and like you aren't be able to climb you aren't able to climb anything if it's raining you'll like slip down like they oh. added a lot more immersive techniques whereas Assassin's Creed Origins came out at the tail end of 2017 Breath of the Wild came out at the start I'm almost positive they went shit you can climb anything in this game our game's all about climbing we need to be able to climb anything in our game I'm almost positive that happened right maybe it's not too good to be able to climb anything Right, that makes sense. It's not as immersive. I see what you mean. Not right. as real. Right. Yeah. I was immersed in the first Assassin's Creed. But like, what can you, what can you do now? Like shoot a grapple Assassin's hook or Creed something? Assassin's Creed 3 came out. Sorry, what were you saying? Like you can shoot like what? How do you climb anything in the new ones? Like grappling hooks and stuff? Like tools and items? Run into a wall? Just, you just climb <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just climb it. Like fucking Spider-Man, dude. Oh, damn, okay. Like legit. <laughs> you still need to like uh, pick out a house that had like bricks sticking out of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can probably climb yeah. there. And it's, you used to be able to look for like handholds, and I don't know. I kind of, I kind of that appreciated is, that's that. true too. It's more like a puzzle sometimes. How to get to the top of that tower to synchronize. It took more, and I feel then, like, um, care in developing yeah. it when making the I game. Think so. Like you like, have the new everyone had to put world. 
they had to put every single like brick sticking out on purpose to let you climb that. But as yeah, of the, the new it games, it became like a puzzle. Yeah, the new games you can just design design a level, and the like developing of the game part is just like here you can now move up that. Like I don't have to design a, a texture or an image for the ground to look like you can climb it. You can just climb it. Just I feel like it's a little like it feels like less care. In building the I mean, the world. I'm sure they just wanted to give players their freedom, and they made. Hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. The new Assassin's Creed games have made unbelievably beautiful, beautiful, massive worlds. And being able to just climb anywhere and do anything in it, like, they want you to see this fucking yeah. amazing with, creation they, they made. Because everyone worked really hard on it, and I understand that. With virtual zero load time, bro. You guys, like, playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Virtually zero load time between me at the top of a mountain, seeing a, a house from a distance in, a, like, a village, like, seeing it. And I told myself, I bet I can go inside that house right there that I'm looking at from this mountain. And, and I you could jump do it, huh? down from the mountain, hopped on my horse, rode into the town, and went right into that exact house. Mind you, there's nothing in it. But I can go inside of it. And, like, I don't even know why. That's but what I'm saying. That's, it, that's, that's why they, they made that. Is because yeah. every, every single artist on their team worked tirelessly to create that immersive experience. And so I guess, like... Of course, they have to compete with uh, Breath of the Wild making their new mechanics and everything, but I'm sure that most of it is just for that that immersion, that, that wonderful yeah. wow factor of, like, gazing over an entire city and going, oh, my God, I can go yeah. anywhere I want. With That's what it was, with no load time. There's no, like, space between. I can literally just rock there, run there, jump on my horse, go, and then I'm there. Nothing had to load. I'm, yeah. It's already loaded. Like, that's crazy. That makes it even more immersive. That's that's even crazy. more real. Yeah, you don't have to break. You don't have to stop. Yeah, this. which is which is great. I just wish they weren't called Assassin's Creed games. I just wish they were just historical playgrounds in That'd a be new cool. series. I think they could have done so much more with them. Yeah, just kind of playing with history. That's this ditch the animus thing. Like I'm not even following that anymore. No yeah, because the, the the animus. Being outside of the Animus, you're at 100% right. just feels like a hiccup. And you really yeah, don't yeah. give a shit. You want to hurry up, hurry up. Just like, it it gets in the back. way. It's like a commercial break. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. And it's unnecessary half the time. The, the story is so much bigger than those micro scenes outside of the Animus. It's, it's completely irrelevant. Just makes it shitty for speedrunners. Kicking a dead... dead <laughs> it really does. <laughs> but back on... Um, just so we can... You ever speedrun any game? Have you? Yeah, you guys ever speedrun games? I've never. I don't really like it. I speedran Bioshock like I'm, I'm, 1. I'm not a fan. I respect everybody who can break something and beat it in two seconds. I just speedran yeah, Bioshock 1 just as fast as I could just to see. Bioshock 1 was oh, like three hours and uh, 48 minutes. Was Bioshock cool, 1. Man. Slow ass. I know. There's probably just someone who can beat it in like an hour. And I'm just like, okay, well, <laughs> I just wanted to see how fast I can beat it. Three hours. Uh, I started in the morning. My family went to church. I didn't want to go to church. I stayed home and played Bioshock, and I beat it before they got back. What? We were at church for three hours. We probably stopped somewhere or the something hell along are the we way. Doing? But it was like when you guys left. What you guys you left, doing? got Maybe there, got breakfast. Sermon started. I don't know what yeah. you guys did with the priest. 
after wow. or before. Wow, it was a Christian church, I don't know Jason. How long, we didn't do anything. I don't know how long Dad's confession was that week. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. Confess that you beat Bioshock. <laughs> you played Bioshock. You missed a game. <laughs> right? Well... And then Bioshock Infinite, I can also remember I speed ran that. Uh, instead of nice. three hours and 48 minutes, it was four hours and 38 minutes. Wow. That's like yeah, the actual... A that's just like actual gameplay. Yeah. Four hours. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's like eight I've, hours. I've done it for trophies sometimes, like mainly Resident Evil games, which that's is another right. game I wanted to bring up as one of my amazing favorite games. Yes, please. Which um, Does that include all of them, or where did you start loving them? The first one. Oh hell yeah! I I, rem- I remember the um, CG live action shot of like I think my stepbrother was playing it, and yeah, it was that shot of the zombie eating someone of Alpha Team and like slowly turning to the camera. It was one of the scariest fucking things I've ever saw as a kid, and it just it just hooked me. Like like it it was it should have just been scary, and I should have just been like, nope, I hate it. I'm gonna have nightmares, whatever, as a kid. But I was like, I want to know more, and it just created this fascination with this zombie series. I love Resident Evil. Wasn't that like the in the trailer or in the beginning of the game that scene you're talking about? Yes, it's when you get into the mansion at the beginning, and then you like talk to Barry, and you go through one door, and you find one of your teammates uh, yeah. being eaten. That's right. I, I I remember. I my brain is like putting me through like the foggy, everything about it. I want to try to watch it. Uh, pull up a video. Pull, yeah, I want to try to pull up a vid, so I can show Jason. So I just got uh, one of the Resident Evil games. Two, of course, yeah. is my oh, I remember that sound. Oh, I remember that. Shut the fuck up. Stupid. Such a stupid. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. This is the first one? Yeah, but they're using, like, yeah, this That's is the first fine. one. Did the you first... actually pull up the, the video of it? <laughs> this yeah. one is, like, uh, Resident Evil 96, all cutscenes. Yep. <laughs> forgot his name. Was it, was it... I'm pretty sure that's it. He's, he's... You're in the grass and they're getting eaten? No, not grass. You're in the mansion. Oh, mansion. Oh. That was the intro intro. Here we go. Is that right? Was it Kenneth? No, Kenneth is later. Oh, maybe it is. Here, this is the uh, remake. I'm going to link you guys. Nice. This one. So funny, bro. Let's pick up the link. Before it was a uh, live action. I remember the guys. Yes, uh, that's what I was looking at. <laughs> that's when we were watching it. But the, okay, yes. Uh oh. No. You guys watch that five minutes or so. Okay. Yeah, I think those graphics. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, I guess we're back. Is this a rebuild? Oh, yeah, maybe. This is redone. Right, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> bad. Oh, that's cool, fuck. Yeah, that's Spine cool. tingling. The gameplay on a game like that, though, is pretty rough. Like, it is... It seems rigid. Part of the, the challenge of the game is the game controls. Is that how it should be, in your opinion, bro? Like, 
Should a game be challenging simply because it's hard to control? Oh, I think is that, that's is a, that an aspect? I think it's a designer poor, error. Poor, poor design. It's a designer flaw. Yeah. That was definitely not on purpose. Maybe they're not. They're like, well, you know, no, the handling's supposed to be tough. Like, you're supposed to slide a little bit. No, no. <laughs> you know, when you push forward, you're not actually supposed to go forward. <laughs> you're supposed to step back a few times and then go forward, you know? And if something gets you in your way on the way back, you can't go forward. Okay, I see. <clears throat> I don't know. It seems it just seems a little clunky. Yeah, it was very but clunky. I got, a, I got picked up a Resident Evil game recently. Oh, did I don't you? know which one uh, is on PS3. Five, I, I think. I, I haven't even... Um, I want to see it's like an Eric. older one that I got. Oh, Eric played. Uh, I think it was Resident Evil Five. It was like kind of changed the way Resident Evil did shit. It was newer style. Like it was, it looked badass too. Easier to play. Which one? Uh, which one did you play? It was like in Africa. They were motorcycles. In it. Oh, if it was Africa, that was five. Five, right? Yeah, yeah. PlayStation Three. Oh shit! Nice. I think that one's, one I picked that up. That one's badass, bro. Nice. The gameplay on that one was different. Uh, I feel like it was different uh, than the other ones were, as far as handling and the, the shooting and everything. Like, I feel like it kind of set off the way they're doing it now, which I understand is a new gen, Resident Evil. It's, yeah. So, of course, but good shit. I five and six were kind of a stopping point for the series. I think when the community finally just went like stop doing this hollywood action stuff and then they and then seven and eight that have just come out that they, they finally went back to their roots and like let's make the game scary again nice oh, okay. that's good to hear that's good to hear if you like the originals you'll like the newer ones see i so didn't play really any of the other they ones keep, they keep the resident evil nonsense alive because it is just nonsense there's so much shit that doesn't make sense you just rub rub herbs on yourself and you're healed you know and they Mm. they keep that alive and then just dial it up and they're like let's just make it even more crazy that's funny like like this new one you just get hurt and you're just like dumping kind of like first aid water on your hands and you just wash your hands and you're like i'm cured (laughs) it's so good i love it Is that like on purpose? You think that's Capcom, bro? Oh, yeah, for his kid can't be. That's that's what I love about <laughs> Japanese developers is they're like, hey, so this is a video game. We don't yeah. need believable methods of healing or mechanics or something. Let's just make it fun and stupid. You know, a Capcom game I kind of I, I really liked. I like I feel like I played on the Xbox, but um, what a Dead Rising. You guys ever played Dead Rising? <laughs> that was yeah, so that's good. a ridiculous yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. it's so hard. Fucking yeah, good. I Capcom as hell, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. That game was ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. I didn't really like the timed. No, stuff. I fucking hated That's that. That's what I didn't like. That's why I stopped playing it. it made it too hard. Every mission seemed. I think everything was timed, wasn't it? Yeah, you couldn't do yeah, everything. It, I'm a completionist. Every mission was timed. Yeah, it was dumb. I think even the main storyline. Yeah. You had to beat it in a certain like why. And you can't, Stupid. there's no way you can do all of the missions in time. So there's no way for you to like 100% it. I guess unless you play like three or four times, but then it gets repetitive. There's I'm no not, cheat codes to freeze time. I think there is. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> what happened to cheat codes, Eric? Yeah. The hell? The hell did no, you do no, that? No, 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 no. That's not acceptable anymore. <laughs> what happened to cheat codes? Why don't cheat? What's your theory anyway? 
when I ask because games have been your entire life. You know what I mean? And we've played games to the same generations of them. We've lived through cheat codes. What happened to them? Why don't we? They were taken out just because of the modding community. That is it better. People have just been making their own stuff. Data mining is now a thing, and so really, players have been making their own cheat codes for games. Since. But what about the rest uh, of us? What about me? What about I'm not the a rest modder. Of us? Exactly. I can't do that. I don't get. I don't get access. You don't get because the rest codes. of them. You're not smart. We're not but, smart. But enough. then also, like, like cheats broke their games. Like you break the games, you crash it, you you corrupt your data. Well, if you live it on the edge, you live. The, you risk really it. Really bad to get but the you, biscuit. But you not if you like. It's not. I mean, like really head mode. Okay, look, look, look. <laughs> Look, I can understand how, like, an actual cheat code might, like, in the very beginning of the days, like, oh, that's going to break the code. That's why it's a cheat code, guys. Okay, great. But nowadays, they should have secret things that they've encoded in the game that you don't have access to unless you do a password. Or it's like... Up, up, you, down, down, left, right, They're right. Easter eggs that you put in. They're not... You know what I mean? So You're not going to debug it anymore. Like, I guess... Like, Every game should. Yeah, most <laughs> games, like... Uncharted doesn't do that, does it? Big hit mode. You have to unlock things, don't you? Yeah. It's just unlockables. But, but they're still there. But it's not like uh, left, up, down, right, A, B, A, B, start, and then now you have a certain thing. They just made it different? You know what I mean? I don't, I, don't have, I, I don't have an answer for you, but like I'm fine with just beating the game, and then it's like, hey, you've got a bunch of points to unlock shit that you want. Here you go. All right. If you want they more, just, play the game some more. They switched. Okay. They switched the model. Cheat codes don't make money. Cheat codes don't make money. Mm-mm. Oh, they turned them into DLC. You can buy this big head mode. You want yeah, that I shit? You can. Oh. I think that's another reason as well. Is like if, if people are going to want cheats and stuff, just monetize it. Yes. Damn. That's fucked. I think that's more <laughs> what it is. That makes a lot of sense. Because now you can just you know, pay for these mods. and. Yeah. If you make wow. good... DLC, I'll happily pay money for it. Video games are way cheaper than they should be. Is there less love in the video game industry, do you think? Do you think it's more about money now? I feel like there's... It's always you, been about money. I feel like there used to be... Like, that now there's just more money put into it, so fewer risks can be taken, because you mm, need the uh, return. That makes sense. Yes. The, they have to have more cookie-cutter type environments. Right. You can't take as many risks... Yeah, you spend millions of dollars great. on something, you're going to want tens of millions back. Indie games are where you want to play risky games. What yeah. are some good indie games you recommend, dude? Because I've, there was, for instance, this is why I ask. I was looking through PlayStation Network, and they're like, hey, we got this spring sale going on up to 75% off. Come check it out. Nice. So I do, and I'm overwhelmed with the plethora of video games that PlayStation has on sale. And then I, I, I ended up getting Horizon. But... I, Good man. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, there's so many games here, and I'm sure if I played most of these, I'd like them. But I'm overwhelmed and don't really even know what to buy. That's fair. I mean, like, I researched the shit, so... Okay. Like, I, I, I got you. For someone that doesn't, yeah, I can imagine it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff. Because um, I don't want to get a but, shitty um, game. Right. But indie games are amazing, first off. Because like, like, like you said... Um, they can they can take they can take risks. They don't need a huge return. They don't have investors breathing down their neck. Yeah, that's what I love that. And uh, if you want like some amazing recommendations, like I I can bust out a few. 
Yeah, please. I love it. At least three. Top, <clears throat> not top three because they're your favorite, but like ones that like, not top, you know. Yeah, what would you recommend? Yeah, it's just three. <laughs> okay. Uh, first off, Inside. Okay, I'm going to write this down because I want to get them. I want to I play some mini games. Eric, I want to play them. Yeah, no, Inside by Play Dead Games. Holy shit. What an amazing game. I am not going to talk about it at all. If anyone's listening that has played it, they know exactly why I'm not going to say anything. I love that. Oh, nice. I'll put that down, okay? All right. I want you I want you to buy it. I want you to not look it up, Got it. boot it up, and just play all of it. It's not very long. You'll be blown away. I love that. Definitely will. Uh, second, I would say Subnautica. Hmm. Okay. All right. It's See uh, it. I've seen seen gameplay. Uh, open world, Minecraft, but in the water. Kind of water. Like Minecrafty, but yes, it's like a complete ocean planet. It. I'm thalassophobic. If you don't know what that word means, it means fear of open spaces like the ocean. Okay. All right. How do you discover that? And you well, just, how did I discover it? Yeah, you just, you're in a vast area, and then you're like, wait, what do you, I'm afraid of I this. How the game? The phobia. Oh, I just always hated the ocean. It's too big. Oh, just it the... Me, it, it, it gives me anxiety. Open space same thing like with space. Ocean. I don't like space at all. It's too big. I don't want any part of it. Ah, interesting. Fuck that shit. You're just like, no, fuck this. Too much space. Too much opportunity no. to move. No, it's just, I, I don't know what's out there. It can kill me. It I could don't never care. end, My mind's going to fucking play tricks on me. Stuff's going to kill me. I don't want any part of it. Ancient past. I get it. I get you. Um, but yeah, that fear's been in me since I was very young. That's Always felt so, so weird about just immense open spaces. Like uh, the ocean, for example. If I were to ever go snorkeling and I lose sight of the ground oh my God. or the shore uh-uh. or something, it, I'm just like I, I want to throw up. Like the anxiety <laughs> is so high, it's terrible. You take off your gear, uh, you let out all your air, and sink to the bottom. And that happened so many times. My girlfriend and I, uh, we played through Subnautical. We both loved it, but like it's a video game. I know it can't hurt me, but uh, those feelings rise up. Because you just go into the murky depths, and I'm like, I hate this. Wow. I hate everything about this. Oh. Uh, but it's so compelling, like the narrative they weave, like, hey, go check out this weird signal over here. And it's it's really cool. And there's like weird alien life, and, and it's just really cool. I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah, all right. I've seen gameplay on like YouTube, but maybe they're just I've seen PewDiePie play it. <laughs> and let's see. What's a, what's a good third indie game there's there's a rise but that that's more of an emotional thing oh um journey i'll give you i'll give you a twofer here all right journey because it's simply beautiful it's a beautiful experience i think everyone should play journey but if you want an amazing like game game play the pathless pathless look that up here it's from a lot of the same people as journey ah pretty images 
uh, another one there, Abzu, A-B-Z-U. Same people that did the Pathless. It's basically the game journey, but in the water. Oh, that's cool, and yeah. It's just, it's just beautiful. Pretty. That's cool. I like the worlds they create in some of these indie games, for sure. There's really only one area, is that fair yeah. to say? Like, one area. It's not like a expanded like world. A game like Abzu or a game like... It's like an artistic Journey or world. Pathless. You, like... you go to different places. Okay. Yeah, it's like an art. changes, absolutely. A digital art show. And I will games. say, uh, <laughs> Abzu and Journey, uh, they did make me cry. Wow. Just out of, out of sheer beauty Damn. mainly the music it's gorgeous games can bring out that emotion in you man it's one of jason's oh, dreams I, is to I, make, I cried everything dude to make a song for a yeah to create something that uh that can make people cry and like such emotion that uh it brings tears to their eyes let's see yeah, this is like a cool game. It's like a, it's like a storytelling. I feel like it was more like a, just move here kind of game though. <laughs> it's more of an experience, okay. where the yeah. pathless yeah. is more of an actual okay. game. Okay. I do appreciate those. Yeah. And on the note of like, did you ever play any? Um... So in, in Super Nintendo, let's I'll, I'll jump back there. Back in the day. Going way back. Going way back to when you played, because I didn't play much Super Nintendo. I know you started with Aladdin. Uh, we can definitely move on from there. I'm probably just trying to, you know, track on to just to keep the comp. We'll probably game it. cut it up a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, but what about the era of like the Sims and shit? Did you ever play the Sims? Uh, anything like that on the PC? Did you ever play any PC, or were you just solely yeah, console? I- I, I played some Sims and I was like, "Cool, I I can kill them." Yeah, <laughs> that, that was that was about it. Only fun with key codes. I, it was one of those things that's like I I don't really, I'm not a decorator. It is one of those games where I get through fits, where I'm like, oh, I really want to fucking play this, man. I really want to play the Sims. I think that's a nostalgia. And then I'll sure. play it, and I'm like on it for like two weeks. And then I'm done, and I don't play it for years. To me, I'm on it for like barely two hours. Yeah. And I'm like, I, <laughs> wow. I don't. This isn't the game for me. Like, it's cool. You always come back to it, though, like, huh? What? You always try it out, though, huh? You ever try out the new ones? I did. No, I, I don't. I don't play the new ones. It's not my game anymore. Yeah. Nah, man. Me either. Not really. It's uh, for people that love like just customization like they make their they make their people they make their houses they it's about stats get them to their jobs and invest skills in them i'm like i i don't care i want to play something yeah it's the, it's the slight I'm not saying the sims isn't something you can't you can play and stuff like that like it's it's still a great game it's just it's just not my game what about spore oh my god <laughs> spore's good spore's good spore. until you get to space and then i never and then i stopped playing they're like this game's for adults now <laughs> my, my girlfriend uh, <laughs> loves that game. How do you she play in space? It. And is it fun? I, I don't know. I never really, again, I never really got into it. I get to space and then I create a new character. Yeah, same. That's the best part. You designing love your freaking monster. Making yeah. your own monster. Seeing what it evolves into. 
the slight RPG aspect. Yeah. The RPG aspect of Spore. And I think that's also kind of what I like about The Sims, is the slight RPG aspect of that's what keeps gaining you stats yeah. and becoming better at your job and that's what makes more it a money. Game. It's just growing. Yeah. That's all growing. that makes it a game. Sure. Otherwise, it's you're right. It's just customization. Because growing is so hard in real life. Yeah. And it's so easy in a game. That's what makes it addicting, I think. That's why I love yep. it. When it comes to growing and stuff like that, I'll play, like, Animal Crossing. I'll play uh, Stardew Valley. I'll play those games where I can actually, like, farm and, like, make my own shit and stuff. But, like, I don't really want to watch a family <laughs> and, like, boss them around. Yeah. It's a little yeah. too yeah. relatable. Yeah. It's kind of like we're playing Sims in real life. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, my God. God. No. I was playing VR today, like I'd mentioned. It makes you think, though, man. The clouds clouds look just as shitty as the ones this morning. You look down at yourself, and you you don't see anybody, and you're like, what am I? Oh, my God. (laughs) VR trips me out. I just think that when it goes uh, chip, when you get the chip... And they start VRing you that way. You ever seen the the PS9 commercial, Eric? No. It's like an old PS2 commercial, but it's like shows the the feature of gaming PS9. But at the end of the commercial, it says, "But for now, we have this." But that, that sounds P- like a PS2 era. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the it was PS- badass, bro. It's so badass. I feel like it's it clings on to some kind of truth or. Someone must have seen it in the future because it says like in the year two thousand and seventy eight or something like that, well, which isn't too far away. Not too unrealistic to where the PS nine might come out. Um, and it's like some kind of ball where he opens it up, and it says that electronic spores enter your your nose, and then it stimulates your brain. I'm like, bro, you just need the chip. You need a chip. You start snipping spores. It's gonna activate some kind of chip thing, and you're gonna start experiencing it in your mind. Yup. So PS9's oh, nice. real. I don't want spores. It. I want my neck hole. Like in the Matrix. <laughs> you want, you want the neck, neck hole? hole? Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, I think that's Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> they got the neck hole. <laughs> PS9 has spores. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to spore, man. The Xbox neck hole. <laughs> <laughs> the X hole. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's the only way to get the, the VR... That's how, that ex- realistic. It's that's, like- that's how to experience true 20K uh, resolution because your eyes can only perceive 8K naturally yeah. through their like receptacles. Right in the neck. <laughs> so in order to get 20K, you've got to get right into the neck to tap into your actual neural <laughs> Straight brain. to the corneas. Yeah. Straight to it. That's how you're going to get full experience. Thank you, Bill Gates. <laughs> <coughs> Thank you, Papa Gates. Fuck. All right, and so uh, what are some of, let's say, if you had to round it up in no particular order, because it's hard to do so, because me and Jason established last episode, the reason we love video games is for such different reasons. Uh, We might love it because it had a special place in our lives, or uh, it was, for instance, Guitar Hero, say for both of us, not only was like in our lives, but I'd say brought us together. It was, it was our jam, man. It was, it, 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 it. Evolved into us being in a band and like really it evolved our relationships as people that video game, you know, so it automatically becomes a favorite for me. Uh, I played Rock Band 4 yesterday. Like I still play that shit. I wish I had all my shit. I'm trying to get it. 
I'm trying to get a guitar. I don't have a guitar for my Guitar Hero 3. I have rock. I think I have a rock band guitar. Fuck. But it's for to play. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. You see me now, man. Holy shit. No. You on fire still? You're, you're shitty. You're better? You're better? Oh, way better. Oh, what my. The stop, hell? Eric. Stop. I really? already thought they were the, like, the best. Way better. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no, we got to jam. We got to jam. I, don't, I have to see it with my own eyes. Bro. This, How can, this, I, can't, I can't picture it. I can't imagine it. How, I can't imagine it. It's I can't imagine it. Why don't you have like a YouTube channel that you play that you play these on? A hundred percent because of licensing rights. No, oh, that's yeah. right. The yeah. DM and the DMCA. So I can't put it anywhere. Motherfuckers. Fuck. Okay, so Fuck what are what slash. are what are your given that that preface? <laughs> what are your top five games? If it's too many games, what are your top three? Uh, if it's not an, enough games, give me some of your favorites. Yeah, the best. I mean, I'll 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 try to, to dig deep here. And it doesn't have to be for yeah for any, yeah. Go ahead. All right. Maybe I'll give you an extra few for good measure or something. All right. But uh, like Banjo Kazooie, always a special place. I hear that heart. a lot. A lot of people's favorite game. Love that shit. Um, uh, God of War. Love love the original God of Wars and everything. Like the new ones are great. And I, I love them, uh, but uh, like God of War one, two, and three, holy shit, love them. Yeah, they reinvented uh, that game later. Yes, it's very different. But um, Final Fantasy, I'm not gonna name a specific Final Fantasy, just because there's so many that are so good. Final Fantasy will always hold a special place in my heart. Kingdom Hearts, like Kingdom Hearts, is probably my top series anytime I, I can always go back to it and it makes me just feel good yeah man fuck it's so good feel good factor uh resident evil um like you said guitar hero rock band yeah um doom love doom uh metal gear we discussed love that one out of left field is probably grandia 2 oh shit What's that? okay my buddy used to play that on the computer what Loved is Grandia? It's like PS2 Dreamcast era. What's Grandia? It's a JRPG. Oh, nice. But uh, two specifically, because they kind of did the Final Fantasy thing where each numbered title is a completely different world and characters and story. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, like, of course, Zelda, Mario. Like, I'm not going to name Nintendo stuff just because it's all great. Yeah, Dreamcast, um, yeah. Then uh, the Souls series. Like, it, that came way later, like, ever since Demon Souls and the first Dark Souls, I wanted to get into that series, but I was terrible at them. Uh, and then Bloodborne finally came out, and I was like, holy shit, this is, like, one of the best games ever made. What about and the so Souls I games? beat that one. Which one? The Souls games. Like, what makes those your favorite? Some of your favorites? I is it like, just because it's super hard? Because that's all I hear about it. It's too hard. I like, I like overcoming a challenge, but really... I think people shit on it too much for just being hard because there really is a moment where something clicks and you're like, Oh, it's just hard. Like randomly. Like that's what I love about the soul series. You can talk to somebody that's on a very different skill level than you. And you're like, Oh my God, I've been stuck on this boss for like a week. I can't do it. It's doing my head in. I want to like punch a wall or something. It's pissing me off. And they're like, Oh, I did it on my first try. And, and, like, hmm. it's all RNG, and it's just 
so fun. And I think people should give it more of a shot. And if you feel like it's too hard, play Elden Ring. It's the easiest of the bunch. That's the newest one, yeah? Yeah. Man, I'm intimidated uh, to even start that. One. If you, I mean, hey, I wish I, I, yeah, if you got the time. Big game, no? Elden Ring? It's, it's a time sink for sure. It just didn't end. The other ones are not like that. So why, uh, but let's see. So before we name off too many, what about Banjo-Kazooie? Like, <clears throat> what about it? What makes it a favorite? I think it's Rare's, Rareware, the developer. Yeah. I think it's Rare's uh, very unique sense of humor. <coughs> I, th- I think that's what does it for me, is that, like, not only do does every character sound like awesome i love the way they talk in those games that kind of like well, go, go, make go, go, noise go, go, yeah go, go, go. and they like have those weird like animated voices but i think the writing is insanely clever these are also the people that did conquer's bad fur day and that game as raunchy as it is is written incredibly well yeah for comedy funny people yeah. it's very self-aware like like the characters are like we're in a video game like they know it they make jokes about it uh, and it's just an amazing 3D platformer, and I don't think any game has come close to it other than, like, Super Mario 64. Yeah, not a lot of games are goofy. They got like, serious. Like they got very serious after that era. You're right. Like, uh, PlayStation was around, well, it was around the same time as Banjo-Kazooie, yeah, sure. But the yeah. games they had weren't as funny. They were all very, I guess, Crash Bandicoot, they had that. It's kind of goofy. That was pretty silly, but... They had a lot of titles that were pretty siphon filter. Metal Gear Solid. Uh, I mean, you got your Sly Cooper, Jet Moto. And, like Uncharted was like very cinematic, but it was it was lighthearted. Yeah, fair enough. I guess. You're a funny guy. I can see the Sly Coopers. <laughs> I never played that, and you have the Jack and Daxters too. I guess, but they seem very action. Yeah, yeah. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. They okay. That's All a right. good funny one. Yeah, they had some good ones. Okay. Like it, it exists, and then like even uh, Microsoft like. Fable, very lighthearted. Wow, yeah. Fable's such a good game. Great game. I want to play it right now. I want to play it again. You're just saying Fable. I want to play it. Yeah, for real. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. We're uh, Me and my girlfriend are going through uh, three right now. Probably going to play that once I get off of here. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, love those ones. I'm super excited for the new Fable. I can't wait to see what they do with it with the new developer. Yeah, there's a new one? MMO? It's not like the, the brief like rumor... Is it going to be MMO? No. I think it's just going to be a single-player game, which is huh. what it should be. Okay. True okay. to itself, huh? Wasn't the third one online? Uh, it's going to be a battle royale. <laughs> no, you're probably thinking of Fable Legends. Okay. I think it was. It was after the third one where they tried to make it asymmetrical multiplayer, where like one person controlled uh, the enemies that they would spawn, and like four people just try to get out. Hmm. Okay. But uh, <coughs> it's playground games... They did Forza Horizon. Those games. Oh wow, yeah. Never heard. I haven't. So they're they're but they're also British. So I really hope they nail the uh, the British humor. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, That's sure, like sure. Very uniquely fable. That makes sense. Yeah. When you say that, so those people that make it, does it mean like the way it looks? What? Like you said, uh, they're the same developer or something as Forza. Yeah, it's the developer behind Forza Horizon. So that's like what, uh, so it's going to look as good as the Forza games? 
mean, I don't know. They might choose a completely different art style. Uh-huh. This is just a developer that's very familiar with open worlds, which I think yeah. is what they wanted. Yeah. Fucking love that. God of War. What about God of War? Do you love? I love. I because I love the, the same the three. Love the same three you like too. The best. I mean, the third one just got got better I and mean, better cinematically. Call me old fashioned, dude, but I love blood and tits. Yeah. <laughs> God of War had a bunch of both. It's a pretty metal game, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it was it was awesome. I loved it. I um, love. Yeah. I was fourteen, fifteen when it came out, so of course I loved it. There was nudity and there was horrible greek blood violence everywhere you gotta take out your teenage angst on all these uh greek mythological creatures it's fluid the battle set the battle is fucking fluid as shit replayable uh combat yeah i never played much devil may cry but me neither it was the same kind of like combat multiplier uh that was just incredibly addictive like the combat was super good i love kratos i still love kratos to this day he's my homie yeah. And uh and and yeah, it was just extremely like influential to my entire like love of very violent video games. Yeah. Cuz it was one of the very few that was like gratuitous but extremely well done. Definitely well done, bro. The story, I I love the fact they fucked with the I loved the Greek gods and stuff in high school. Just I just loved it always growing up. So the fact that there was a game about it, that's why I loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey on an off note. that's Assassin's Creed is one of my our favorites, my favorite. Yeah, I, I like, made the list because it's so cool, it's so deep. I like the Greek gods too. That's funny how you say that. But yeah, the Greek stuff, I love that. Um, <laughs> love God of War myself. Kingdom Hearts as well. Favorite, favorite. Touched my heart, man. And obviously, yeah, although it's not yeah. like the most replayable game, for me anyway, I can't just sit and replay it. Uh, it just takes a while for me. It's such a, it's a long game. The story yeah, yeah. itself made its way into my heart, bro, as a favorite game. Like the first Kingdom Hearts, all right. All right, here's, here's my uh, maybe hot take on it. <coughs> like, uh, it was emotional be- uh, as the start when you learn about Sora and like Kairi and all those characters and their relationships, Riku. Um, I feel like they got kind of away from that toward the third one. I think we already talked about this on the last episode that Eric was on, too. Oh, okay, okay. But, like, the story was, like, very loose in the third one. It didn't really feel like it was the same. I mean, Disney changed. I didn't like the third. I don't know if we talked about this with Eric, honestly. I yeah, really wasn't a fan. We probably did. did. Yeah, I don't. I did not like the story at all. No. Nah. But just... Yeah, neither did I. It was really shitty. Like Jason put it, it was basically just sort of running through Disney worlds. Yeah. I feel like that's kind going of... Going through Disney scenes. Only the Sora parts of the old games were the good parts. I think like when Sora entered the Disney worlds, you were basically just playing the Disney movie, but fighting Heartless throughout the Disney movie. There was nothing like... In the old ones? Yeah. Even in the old ones. Like, oh, okay. There wasn't too much it. different that happened when you went into the Disney movie they world that wasn't... Sure. Like the movie that you had already watched. It was like but the back, heartless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. The backbone of every world was the backbone story of but the then movie itself. When they started talking about like, I feel like the organization and the the nobodies and all that kind of stuff was super interesting. Yeah. But all the Disney stuff, I feel like, was kind of kind of boring. I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but uh, but uh, I was there from such an early age. 
that it's just I I loved it, loved every yeah. second of it. That's and kind like of going yeah. back as an adult playing through the first one and the second one and stuff. I'm just like kind of yeah, skipping cutscenes in the Disney world because I'm like I don't care, get to the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, like it's the funniest thing is being a Kingdom Hearts fan in my 30s now. Um, people being like. Should I play those? I play? And they're like in the late twenties or like early thirties. I'm like probably not. <laughs> like, like if you haven't played a Kingdom Hearts game and you're just getting into it this huh. late in your life, you're probably not gonna care about it at all. Hmm. Why do you think that is? I I I I, mean, I, I would love it. I wish I could play it again for the first time. I I think. I mean, for the first time, sure. Maybe it's because you were the age you were. It, when you played it, it for the first time. It also depends on the fact that, like like I said, Disney's changed. People's opinion of Disney has uh, changed. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Even to this day. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, between Kingdom Hearts 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3, there was a Marvel acquisition. There was a Star Wars acquisition. There was a bunch Blech. of weird live action. You're right, man. To throw all that shit in. Being obsessed with money. Like, yeah. it really changed. Yeah, you're right. That's interesting. The magic of Disney has changed. It's it, so it's yeah. black magic. Well, not that kind of black magic. It's black magic, like you know, black magic. It's too obviously corporate now. Like it's too obviously for cash. It used to yeah. be about magic yeah. and, and characters. social awareness. I, I could see that, yeah. Like before, it was just fun. You know, it was yeah. two, two uh, beautiful two fun universes all around like friendship and love. Yeah, combining Final Fantasy and Disney. And it was this wonderful blend of ideas. And then, you know, stuff happens. Gets stale. They staled it out, dude. It got stale. They didn't put Star-Lord in a new one, you know? Sora has to summon Star-Lord. That that being said, I am still looking forward to Kingdom Hearts 4. That's coming, huh? I've heard the rumors. Well, the trailer dropped, which was crazy. What? I'm like, I don't don't know what's going on, but uh, I'm excited. Kingdom Hearts 4. I just unlocked Sora in uh, Smash Bros. So I just bought him, and man, he's fun to play. Oh, nice. Bro, we fucking called that years before it came. I'm so glad he's in there. So he's yeah. a great character. I, I knew he was going to be in says. there. I don't care what fucking tier he is. I love playing as him. <laughs> I knew he would be in the game. Yeah. We asked it over and over. Who would you want for Smash? It's I Sora. said Sora. Sora would be good. <laughs> I thought it would be on like GameCube. <laughs> they did it. Kingdom Hearts touched the Nintendo world. It's gonna happen. And it freaking did. Dude. I thought it was gonna be like Master God, Chief or something beautiful. crazy. Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer that looks been, beautiful. That would have been ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Master Chief exactly. and the Arbiter <laughs> as an alternate costume. I thought it would have been a, like Goku. Goku. That's possible. That one was too possible much. too because he was on Game Boy and stuff. We talked about that. Not uh, you and uh, I, but Jason but, uh, and I. But actually. The one out of left field that would have just made my like life would have been Neku from uh, The World Ends With You. That's another one of my favorite games. I'd have to look that, that was a That was a DS game. Neku? But, uh, Neku. Neku look Sakuraba. It up. I can type that in here. Bro, Kingdom Hearts 4 looks amazingly beautiful. It looks good, right? Beautiful. This trailer? Retarded. That's the Unreal Engine 5 for you. God, ah, there it is. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, is this is this fight? Oh my god. Amazing. 
Why doesn't everything just run off Unreal Engine? Wow, look at that. That is gorgeous. <laughs> what a gorgeous game. Sora's body looks like a like a human. Like a normal it human now. Regular like a... feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. That's <laughs> true. That's what it is. I was trying to figure out what it was. They made him real, though. Like, did you like that? Shooters. Do you love... Do you... I guess you just kind of go with the flow. We don't really have... You don't get an opinion anymore. <laughs> but, like, how do you... I don't like the fact that it's kind of more realistic. What, what happened looks, to the cartoon just, well, maybe magic it of there, it? There's, there's apparently a reason for it. Okay. Okay. Apparently it's the world. Like, yeah. the style of the world. I don't. I didn't play the DLC for 3, but apparently there's, like, a whole reason for uh. why everything looks the way it does. It's just the universe they're in. Yeah. They're in the Unreal Engine universe. Right, right. No. Oh, shit. It could be the same universe. Remember the universe in the trailer for 3 where Riku met uh, Roxas? And they were, that they was passed. Two. That was the trailer. Was that 2? So remember, what, do you think it's like that world? Like it's like the – because that looked real also. They looked very real when they were fighting each other there. He still had big shoes. Well, that though, was so. – that was <laughs> – the world that never was like we went to that ah uh, yes you're Dream right too. but uh, apparently this is like japan uh. like it's, it's, <laughs> it's some kind of like actual like city nani <laughs> damn looks yeah, so he, good he looks he looks great i want yeah. i hope they make his shoes because i want to buy them neku sakuruba looks like sora yeah <clears throat> it's the same artist oh nice but uh, he's probably my favorite character of all time. Love that kid. Good backstory? That's what's up? He just reminds me of me. Oh, nice. <laughs> Relatable. What is he from? I'm, oh, that's a game. A the game? World Ends With You. Yeah, that was a sleeper hit on the original DS. Oh, and, uh, DS. It's great. It's a great game. What kind of game is that? What, yeah, what kind of game? Um, RPG. You uh, you were partnered with another character for combat, and since the DS had two screens, your partner fought on the top screen, and you used your left hand on the D-pad to control them, whereas Neku was on the bottom screen, and you used the stylus to attack with him. So it kind of broke your brain a little That's bit. That's kind of cool. Uh, but, man, it was good. They <laughs> made an cool. anime about it. On uh, it's on Hulu right now. I just watched through oh, it. And nice. I was like, yeah, this is a pretty good, uh, pretty good adaptation. If you want the story, is it art or is it live action? No, it's An- anime. Well, sometimes they do anime. I'm, a, I don't know. I'm a dad now, dude. I ask. <laughs> you see that live action <laughs> attack on questions? Titan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the attack on Titan. It looks like, it looks like the game. Okay, cool, cool. Master Chief. Yeah, that's that's there. another one I wanted to say. Still haven't played the sequel, and I need to. The world so ends know. with you as well? That's what they should have called it. <laughs> no, they, it came out on PS4. Um, Neo, The World Ends With You. Oh. Neo, the world Good ends with shit. You. Oh. Yeah, there's a there's a five percent right there. I'm sure no one knows this game. <laughs> World ends with you, Neo. Oh, it's on the Switch. Nice. Great game about like broadening your horizons. And PS4. You know, stop being such an introverted little bitch and like 
make Good friends. message. You know. You know, yeah. Let people in, that kind of thing. Relationships are good. Yeah, I video like games Kingdom teach Hearts. good messages. Kingdom Hearts taught me that too, yeah. I like that. Friends, the power of friendship, you know? Yeah. That's why we need a gamer president. But that's for another that episode. Awesome. That Someone who, another who's, episode. Been, who's been taught the uh, the morals of games. That's all games well, teach I can you. Run, I can run in three years. Hey... That's right. You got my vote, man. You heard it here first. This is a Neo Popsicle <laughs> exclusive. This is the the announcement. Eric with a K. Calling it. Gamer president. Is running for office. <laughs> we're, we're putting your name in there. Yeah, keep your eye out for Eric with a K. It's Native American. My, my campaign manager will be like Tetsuya Nomura or something. I don't know. Yes. The most Nomura. Japanese game designer you can find. Developer. Director. It'll make they can my all be your chamber. On seven different systems and make it not make any sense. Love it. Let's go. Who's your uh, Who's your main on Smash? I mean, Sora. Sora? Nice. That's what's up. Cloud, Cloud did quickly become my main when he came out, so I understand. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I like playing as... Snake and Bayonetta as well. Bayonetta. She's broken, bro. I'm a Samus main. Uh, you got to, yeah, got to shoot a bunch of shit. Samus? Yeah. She's so cool. So good. She's like D-tier. People are like, oh, Samus, D-tier. Whatever, man. I still kick ass. I, I don't pay attention to the... No, I don't know. I play, with, I play with items and everything. Like, I, I don't know. I play with my heart. All right? <laughs> Would, would you still consider yourself just a, a recreational gamer? You don't take it competitive. It's not about that. It's about I've never the recreation. Been in I almost just, got competitive with Dota. I, I could have made it, man. Back in the day, I would have taken state. How can you be so good? I guess you're just challenging yourself at Guitar Hero and stuff like that. Well, here's so how can the you be... thing is that like I work 40 hours a week, A, and B, there's a shitload of games that I want to play. I can't sit and dedicate all my skill to one game to be good at it. So it's kind of just get it out of your head. Like, Don't play in a competitive headspace. Call of Duty, Valorant, yeah. fighting games, uh, Overwatch, uh, Fortnite, Battle Royales and stuff. like, And they're fucking amazing at it because it's, it's so much time. they play. Yeah. See, this is my problem. Like, I'll play something like UFC 3. Great. I like it, those games. But then I lose. But I get, I'm get i so competitive at it. Why? <laughs> Why am I so competitive and I get mad? And then I beat some, myself up. And Some people have the edge, man. Some people have that edge to go like, no, I need to win. Yeah. I, just, I don't have it. I wish. I wish. <laughs> it would make my gaming uh, life better, I think. I think it would make my gaming experience better. And I would be able to play more games. I think of... everyone's got the edge on a game. You must got an edge on some games, Steve. Yeah, Rock Band. I am pretty good at Rock Band and Guitar Hero. But I'm not as not as good as... You see? I'm doing it again. Yeah, I'm doing it again, Eric. See? Steven's got the oh, edge. I, I, thought, I thought you were asking me. Well... Oh, yeah. See, he's got the edge. Forget, oh, I've I'm got to Guitar Hero. Rock Band. Rock but then Band. again, Rock Band is not a competitive game. You play with people, not against people. Steven can get competitive on you Rock see, Band. See, I try to be better than you. You see what I'm doing there? 
if he's not the best, uh, it's it's tough. It's I tough. feel like that was that's what makes a good gamer though, man. That's what makes Thanks. someone good at a game. Thanks, man. There's no no yeah, drive to always, improve. There's always humps to overcome, and I like putting them in front of myself rather than challenging other people. Wow, words from a true gamer. See? Wow, he should run for president. He's played so many Pro- games. Probably, probably wouldn't consider that now. Most true gamers or whatever are playing multiplayer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm an old school thing now. I'm old. Those are fake you're true gamers. You're a true gamer. Those are fake you know, true you're gamers. A tr- yeah. That's like tr- what the new gen calls a true gamer. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're an OG, bro. Yeah. These kids don't understand. OG gamer. I love it. Um, you ever play any uh, PC games? I mean, not really. There's not a lot you can only get on PC anymore. Yeah, I got. Uh, I was. I played the Dota two for a while. Uh, was it MOBA? That's what they call them. Massive. Was that stand for massive online battle, battle arena? arena? That's Jinx. what it is. Yeah. Sorry. No, you Fuck. spoke. No, you spoke. Um, I remember I had like thousands and thousands of hours on that game. Uh. Thousands of hours. <laughs> thousands of hours. On Stop! It. It's years. I mean, time. Given some of it was like time in the waiting room, waiting to play a game. Okay. Th- that also filters in, but but still, dude. Uh, that's like the only game I had on my laptop. I think it's the only game I have still played on my laptop. My twenty. I I got this laptop for like a, a couple thousand, and then I just downloaded Dota on it. I just played Dota. <laughs> I guess now I'm doing the podcast. I've, I've never touched it. Oh, yeah, this is the same podcast. The I mean, only thing laptop. close to a MOBA that I've ever played would probably be Overwatch. Overwatch is cool. And that was like for the first year, like maybe a year and a half, the first one came out. Yeah. It's like a shooter MOBA? First person yeah, shooter. That's why I'm, that's why I'm yeah. saying like as close to a MOBA. Like I've never really played League of Legends, Dota, anything like that. I just think it's crazy that uh like the tournaments of those games the the payout the money payout wow yeah that those people win like uh yeah it's crazy I watched the first international tournament I watched uh, there's like some 16 year old kid who competed in it I think his name was like Sumail or something. uh he's like the one of the youngest millionaires or something because he played that game maybe won like three point something million like, jeez yeah exactly <laughs> like. And every I single love all year. I memes that uh, came out later that was uh, like parents like kicking open the door of their kids' room and like slamming their uh, homework out of their hands. Like, the fuck you doing? Play Fortnite. Here's this <laughs> kid real. won millions of dollars. That's how it is nowadays, I think. Like, if the kid likes to play games, if the kid's got the edge, oh, okay. why are you going to make him do his there. homework? Why are you going to make him do his homework? Make him do I what mean, he's I good just, at. I just hope it doesn't turn them into some shitty person. That's the, thing. That's the hope. Ah. Competitive games like that do shit to your brain. They can eat you alive, man. Yeah. They like suck you in. I feel they, they they change a man. Because video games are great, but when you get that competitive age from such an early or competitive edge from such an early age, hmm. I just hope they don't become yeah. shitty people because of it. Brats. That's interesting. Yeah. What's Fortnite doing? What's Fortnite doing to our youth? 
I don't know. I just I mean, know I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's doing it. I just hope it doesn't. It's doing something, bro. And these kids can't contain themselves, and they just gotta bust out into a dance real quick. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this motherfucker. He plays too much. This little kid plays too much. He cannot contain himself, and he busts into a Fortnite dance. That's his brain's automatic default position. Is Fortnite dance? It's that to me is sad. That's to me is scary. It's ruining us. To me, it's doing something. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> but yeah, man, thank you for this, bro. This was good. I know we're chatting a lot. It's getting, getting kind of late on our side. Uh, yeah. We're in the same state. I just said that. But it's yeah, it's almost <laughs> 10 o'clock here. So, But yeah, man, next time you're in town, let's meet up. Uh, we'll get together. We'll, we'll have some food. We'll chat yeah, some more. You. Munch a lunch. Uh, munch a lunch. I like yeah. that. Just thought of it. I'd like to go, like to go hiking again. Grab something to eat. That'd be tight. You can see Sonny. Did you see Sonny last time? I can't remember. No, man, I haven't, I haven't met him. Oh, so that'll sweet. be fun. He's such a cool guy. Yeah, you'd like I, him. I, I always love seeing the the stories with you and Brittany. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man, thank you again. Um, well, that was a good list. Come back maybe uh, for another episode soon if you want, man. It's good to have you on. I noticed when you went away for that little bit of time. Uh, kind of like a it's kind of kind of dull you know i i, I kind of like you out here so uh if you get yeah. to talk talk to you again if you want to be back on the show uh let me know sure man just just let me know i'm cool often busy probably gonna start some overtime pretty soon but just just let me know yeah man that'd be awesome i appreciate your input to your uh, perspective yeah record late usually so yeah after seven six or seven so if that works for you but anyway well, i'm normally off at six but, yeah, uh, see, that's perfect. Yeah, whatever, whatever works. We'll hit you up. We'll cool. see what's up. But until next time, you neon, neon brothers and sisters. Yeah, thanks everyone for watching. Share uh, the podcast if you haven't already. You didn't say it in the beginning, but let me be know sure what to share your the favorite with game your friends. is. Yeah, what is your favorite game? Let uh, me know on Instagram. Yeah, DM us. Just DM us your Insta, your, your your Insta game, your favorite game. Share it with your friends if it made you think. If we mentioned your favorite game, share it. Otherwise, uh, enjoy yourselves. Take care. Have a good night. Don't be afraid to be guided by the neon light. You like that one? I like okay. it. I like that was it. all right, huh? That was, that was pretty good, man. I like Love it. it.